Every single entrepreneur needs to hear that. Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Marketer Podcast. Perfection is the enemy of greatness. Where we discuss quick, actionable marketing tips, tricks and trends. You've got to learn how to fail up in this business. Now, please welcome your hosts. Brands have to get their heads out of their ROAS, dude. That is the most underrated marketing hack. Trevor Crump and Mark Goldhart. I mean, at that point, you're absolutely unstoppable. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. We're super excited to be here with you. As always, my name is Trevor, and I've got my partner in crime over here, Mark. What's going on, Mark? What is happening, Trevor? It's a good day today. Snowing right now. Cold day. A, a nice little a nice little surprise, I guess. A nice little drizzle of snow Yeah, in Salt Lake City, Utah in October. Yeah, it's fun. Fun in Utah. We always have these little sprints where you think winter's right around the corner and then it'll be like 90 degrees next week. <laughs> exactly. You never know what you're going to get in Salt Lake City. It's our it's our first winter scare. That's right. You got That's three right. more to go before winter actually settles in. But. That's the truth. All right. Well, we've got an awesome topic today. Today, what we want to dive into is we are going to, t- we are going to talk about eight different marketing hacks for marketers and entrepreneurs to finish out in 2021. So these are eight of our favorite. What we're going to do is we're just going to go back and forth. So Mark's going to say one, I'll say the next. We'll go back and forth until we get to eight. Um, And these really just are things that we are enjoying right now, things that we're seeing some of the biggest impacts uh, with our business and with some of our clients um, and when they, when they do these things. And so we just want to share that with you. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and let's start Mark with you. Let's go. Number one, what is your first digital marketing hack to finish off 2021? All right. Everybody has been talking about rising CPM costs. So the first hack is going to be a CPM hack. Um, when we're, when we're buying our ads on any kind of media buying space like Google or Facebook, you're, you've noticed over the last year, especially since iOS, it's been hit. My hack is looking at placements. So that is where you are going to find the best opportunities to lower your CPM costs. Don't always trust Facebook's automatic placements. It, it is not always the most effective way to go. We're finding right now that stories are having a 35% decreased in cost in CPMs. And we're finding that reels have a 50% decrease in cost. That's what I'm talking about. So don't, don't sleep on going manual again, guys. Very true. Yeah, we're seeing that with tons of accounts right now, especially with a lot of these changes that have happened over the last, what, since July, June, July? June, July, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Love it. Okay, so that's number one. Number two for me... Um, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of your lowering of costs and, and just things being expensive right now. And this is going to be a little bit more of an organic hack. Um, I want to talk about collaborations. So right now, you know, it's never been, it's never been easier to start a business and it's never been more crowded and it's not just crowded by your direct competition. Nowadays, competition just isn't the same person who's selling the same kind of products as you. Nowadays, competition is anybody else who's trying to capture media time. And so 
what I, my, my big hack that I'm trying to talk to people about right now that we're trying to focus on is collaborations. So the reason why I love collaborations is because you can find somebody who might not be your competition, who's already sharing your audience. They already have your audience, the people that you're trying to go after. And if you can connect, create a connection and network and build a relationship with this brand, influencer, individual, whoever it is, that's your way to bypass CPMs. That's your, that's your, I like to call it, it's like, it's your cheat code, right? You're playing Mortal Kombat and it's your cheat code to be able to defeat the boss, right? And so, and the boss is really costs. It's rising costs. It's competition. So ways that I love to think about collaborations is one, you can build a small like brand ambassador army. You can work with affiliates where you're paying a commission when somebody sells something for you. Uh, Product collaborations when you find the right um, partner is a really good one. I think going live on Instagram and and vibing back and forth with people or live on any social media platform. I think those are awesome ways to collaborate and to really connect with another brand influencers audience. So collaborations is my uh, my first one and number two on the list. Yeah, I love that because really, I mean, when we're talking about CPM costs, it's really a question of reach. Exactly. Right. Yep. And that's how you expand your reach. 100%. 100%. Love it. So piggybacking off of reach, our next hack is retargeting with reach. So what am I talking about? So on Facebook, you have two, well, you have more than two, but you can change your conversion goal, right? So you can base your conversion goal off of, you know, conversions or your optimization goal rather on conversions or your optimization goal could be a reach. What we're seeing is sometimes the algorithm likes to just get stuck in the mud and it spins its tires over the same audience over and over and over again. So we have started utilizing more often the optimization goal of reach to get through our retargeting audiences. Yep. So this is also lowering CPM costs. In a reach optimization-based campaign, we're seeing about a 30 to 40% decrease in CPMs. Jeez. That's massive, especially when you talk about like CPM is the start of the paid metric all the way down to the actual conversion. Yep. So it's, it's, that's pretty dramatic when you can lower CPM costs by 30, 40% at the front, how much better is your cost going to be your acquisition cost going to be at the back end? Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it is we're reaching more people. Now the Facebook reporting isn't showing a better ROAS per se, but through our third-party tracking software that we use, we can track that and show that actually we're getting better click-through conversions in ROAS. And through our own data analysis, we're seeing even better just, you know, non-attributed success through direct and organic. Love it. Love it. All right. Perfect. That was was number four, right? We're on number five? Number five. Number five. Okay. Number five for me, this is an engagement hack. So the end of the day, the goal is reach, right? How can you reach the most amount of your right audience for the lowest amount of money possible? And so all the social media platforms understand this. The way you get rewarded with reach is creating content that is engaging. And so this is, this is my little engagement hack on the organic side for brands, Um, so what I love telling people to do, and it's something that I do on my own personal 
my own personal brand. And, and anytime we're working with other clients, it's always a hint I give to them when they're posting on social media, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is. Everybody, when you get a comment, when you post a reel, when you post a TikTok, when you post something, when you post a video in YouTube and somebody makes a comment on that post, number one, always reply back. But don't reply back with like a fire emoji or a thanks or a cool or glad it was helpful. Reply back. So let's say I post, you know, uh, let's say like, let's say I am a, a shoe company, right? And I post a new picture, a picture of our newest shoe drop. And we have this, the, the shoe has 10 different colors. And somebody's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That's what they post back. I'm so pumped for these shoes, right? I can, I can reply back one of two ways. One, I can say, oh, so are we. Thanks. Thanks for being a supporter, right? If I do that, the conversation ends there, right? If I do that, the algorithm just says, okay, somebody commented, cool, whatever. Or what I could do is I could say, thanks. We're so pumped. Which color are you most excited for? right? So I answer their comment with another question. And then what that does is it now starts a conversation. And what this does to the algorithm is that one, it increases your engagement and two, the algorithm starts to say, well, this post, what this brand is talking about right now is starting conversations. Maybe this is something we should start showing to more people and increase the reach on. So commenting oftentimes just get, just gets pushed off to people who maybe you know, it, it always just tends to get pushed to the back burner when it could be one of your most powerful tools when used right. So I love that as an engagement hack. Yeah. And that's not just an organic hack either. No, not at right? all. When you're posting ads on Facebook, people can comment. Yep, exactly. So I think that's a huge missed opportunity for a lot of companies is they don't engage on ads. They don't ask those questions that can boost your engagement rating. And that obviously can lead to cheaper CPMs. And that's a good good way of social proof too, right? Yep. Just increases, increases social proof. I love that one. Yeah. All right. So another quick hack is this is dumb and simple, but dumb and simple often works. It's account simplification. So we've audited, you know, hundreds of accounts. And the biggest problem we're seeing is accounts are so flipping messy. Yep. So when you're, when you're, Trying to apply these hacks that we're talking about, you have to go back to the basics. Just remember to keep your account simple. Keep it simple, stupid, right? That's what my football coach used to tell me. Yep. Keep it simple. Make sure you have really simple and easy to understand hierarchies in your account so that when you analyze it, you don't have to go into the weeds every time just to understand how and what is playing out. Right. For sure. And that was, by the way, that was actually our fifth one. I was wrong. Mine was the fourth. What Mark just said was fifth. So that's our fifth one. I love that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's, I think you and me talked about this in our last episode was we've, we've advanced so far in technology nowadays, you know, um, and especially in marketing tech and what we're seeing with all these updates and all these changes is like, it's almost like we need to backtrack to 2010, 2011 on how we used to think as marketers and we just have to simplify everything. And we just, you know, we get so caught up in, in trying to think so deep that sometimes that's the wrong answer. And sometimes you just need to look at things from a very, very simplified manner. Yeah. When, when we're trying to hack our ways into a shortcut, 
right? Sometimes you can hack your own leg off. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. In order to avoid that, keep it simple. Love it. Okay. Hack number six. All right. Hack number six. I'm going to go with an email hack. Um, right now, building your email list is more important than it ever has. Right? Email's not going anywhere. People have been talking about how it's been dead for a long time. It's oversaturated. Um, it's not dead, number one. It's got a 4,200% return on investment, which would mean for every dollar you spend on email, the average return you're going to make is $42. So it's absolutely incredible. Yes, it's saturated, but that's because you're dealing and you're playing with people other players who just don't know how to do it. So you got to elevate yourself and you got to be different. So my hack is how to build your email list. So there's plenty of ways that we can do it, but this is one that I just started doing and I'm seeing a lot of really, really good results. So everyday brands get followers on social media every single day, right? Whether that be on TikTok, whether that be on Instagram, wherever it is, Pinterest, you know, any place on social media that you have the ability to send someone a direct message. What I've been doing is I've been sending an automated direct message and I will welcome somebody to my community. Hey, what's up? My name's Trevor. Here's a little bit about me. And then I always, what I've been doing is I've been putting a call to action at the bottom of that welcome message. And that call to action is, Hey, I love talking about digital marketing. I love helping out young entrepreneurs, young digital marketers. Here are the things that I can do for you guys. Follow or go subscribe to my email newsletter and I, and you're going to get a plethora more of heavy, heavy information that's going to be super, super actionable. That's going to help you. So I'm trying to talk to, we're talking to some of our clients right now and telling them to do the same thing. As a brand, you're getting followers every day. So send those people a, a DM You and you can sign up. There's so many different automated messaging systems like mobile monkey or manny chat. Um, or you can just have somebody do it personally where they're sending a direct message and it is going to be your most number one open DM from other people when they follow you. And then you reply back with a message. That's absolutely epic. Everyone is going to read that and you're going to get a big, big portion right now. I'm showing about 25 to 30% of the people that I send a message to come back and subscribe with me. A little, a little upfront work, but hyper personalization. Exactly. 100%. It's, it's like the old adage of the, the handwritten note. Yep. Love it. Yep. All right. Number seven, what you got for us? Last one for you, right? Last one is social proofing. So how to use it, where to use it. Um, don't, don't forget to add social proofing into your ads and into your mix. Now, what is social proof? It could be a, a UGC testimonial video right? That's a version. It can also be, um, where you were featured in a publication or on a, on a TV show. Yep. Right. So where to use those? We have found that at the top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, you, the UGC stuff starts to work better in the middle of the funnel, but it works the best in the bottom of the funnel. Why is that? Why would you think? To me, I think it's because there is a lot of UGC getting pushed out, Mm -hmm. right? And if you're not familiar with a brand, you don't really know what they're talking about. It's hard to stick around for too long. Yep. Right. But if you already are aware of the brand, you already have a first touch, then the UGC works wonderfully because it's just a testimonial. Yep. It's the same thing as going to the site and looking at your reviews and going through the the, the five-star reviews or whatever. Really quickly before you keep going, will you just define what UGC is just in case there's people who don't understand that acronym? Yeah. Great catch. So that's user-generated content. Yep. 
So yep. very natural, very raw, somebody using their iPhone to film themselves, giving you a review. Yep. Love it. So top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, that's where you want to, if you have it, use any kind of social proof as seen on, as seen in. Have you been featured in a magazine? Have you been featured in a publication, a video, or a TV show? If you can have that and you use it, that's where you want to use it is top of the funnel. Totally. Other thing that, that we love using is like reviews. So if somebody like we're in the e-commerce space really heavily and so if somebody's posting, you know, or somebody reviews your product and you've got 5,000 five-star reviews, that's huge. I mean, that's a massive, massive amount of social proof. Um, and, and that's really what people want to see. So, uh, I love that one. I'm going to actually piggyback off of that one as the eighth and final one of today's podcast, the eighth podcast. I'm going to take, I'm going to take social proof, but how do we get it? All right. So Mark just talked about how you use it. Now let's talk about how you get it. There's so many different ways to obtain social proof. Number one, quickest, easiest way is just to ask for it, right? If you've built a social media presence, ask your followers, Ask your followers for testimonials. Comments can be social proof, right? Somebody somebody comments, yo, Trevor, I love your shoe company. This is why. Boom, social proof right there. Go mine through your comments. If you're brand new, that's your best, the best way to start, right? The other thing that you can do is you can set up a little contest or a giveaway and you can ask people to tag you in photos showing how they use your product and Every week, you know, at, at the brand that we both actually used to work at called Font Design, we did that every single Friday. So every Friday we beckoned people to post about us, to tag us, and then we'd give away X amount of money. And it gave us a plethora of user-generated content, a plethora of UGC. Um, send emails out, right? If you haven't started, if you haven't started asking reviews, ask for them, right? So if, if, if you're a product-based company, if you're a service-based company, after you actually serve that customer, send them an email asking for a review. And they're, they're, you know, you're not going to get everyone who do it. The more you incentivize that person to, to submit the review, the more likely they're going to be to actually do it. You know, um, another thing you can do is reach out directly to customers. Like that one's big, you know, you get a customer who loves your brand and you kind of start figuring that thing out, whether you're using a, a CRM or what have you, you'll start recognizing patterns in customers that are, are coming back very often or just, you know, really good clients. Like I said, whatever your whatever kind of product or service base you're offering, you're going to identify those customers out there who are solid customers, who love you, who are team you reach out to them and, and ask for social proof and they will give it to you. So Plenty of ways, uh, anybody, whether you are just starting out or whether you're a veteran marketer or veteran entrepreneur, there are a massive amount of ways for you to be able to, to gather social proof. So that's number eight for me. Yeah. And just to add on to that, what about the people that are just starting out? Maybe they don't have a big audience. They don't have a big customer base. They don't have enough to get those videos. Here's yep. an agency hack. Go to billow.app. Awesome one. You can get UGC type videos made for you as a service. Their pricing is great. Yep. It's a way to expedite all of this to get those videos that you need. Yep. Yeah. Essentially what Billow does, what, what Mark's talking about is you can submit a campaign and you could say, hey, I need females between the age 20 and 35 who have kids or men 50 to 65 years old who wear glasses. I, right. You can, you can kind of 
specify who that is and you could say, this is the product. I'm going to send that to you for free. And those people will create a video around that product. And your cost is the cost of product and shipping. And then I can't remember what it is, but it's anywhere from like 50 to 75 bucks for the actual video. Yeah. And yeah, a portion the of that goes to Billow and a portion of that goes to the actual influencer or the actual person creating the UGC. So awesome way. The, another quick way for those people who are just starting, reach out to friends and family, right? And I'm not saying go out and manufacture something, but friends and family are probably going to like your product, you know, or offer your services for free. And then in return, you need a testimonial. In return, you need some social proof. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you so much for everybody who joined. Um, we love doing this every single week. Make sure to subscribe, to hit the subscribe button, make sure to follow us. Um, but we're going to be coming out with podcasts every single week, uh, at least once a week where we dive into tips, tricks, hacks, trends, you name it in the digital marketing world. Mark, as always, thanks for being here. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Marketer Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment to help spread the word. Have a burning question for Trevor and Mark or a topic you'd love them to discuss? Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find the guys on Instagram at the Trevor Crump. See you next time. <laughs>